joy seekers, joy givers, anyone looking for an infusion of joy, you've come to the right place. My name is Deb McGregor. We've got another great show lined up for you today. Today, it's all about freedom. It's all about independence. And as we walk into today's program, I want you to envision a life where maybe you didn't have freedom. You didn't have the opportunity to vote. You didn't have the opportunity to worship in a place without fear of retaliation. Friends, for some people, that reality still exists. But for those of us in the United States, we do get to experience freedom. We do get to experience independence. And that's what we're going to focus on today. It is my pleasure to welcome to the show our special guest, Bedell Duran. Bedell, welcome to the show. Good morning. How are you? I am amazing. Thank you. <laughs> it's so great to see you. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a long time, yes. It's really great to see you, and I'm yep. so thrilled that you're joining us for this conversation. I'm pretty excited to be here myself, actually. I'm excited to talk with you and have a good conversation. So. It is going to be a great yeah. conversation. So I wanted to start a little bit with framing this around. You actually have a pretty amazing background to talk about this. You are a Marine. Yep. You serve in law enforcement. Yep. You're a dad of girls. Yep. <laughs> You're married. Three girls, yep. <laughs> and there's a lot of freedom and independence that you've actually been able to be a part of in your own world. I would love to start, though, even before that, at the very beginning, what drove you to want to serve the country? What was that driving force for you? You know, I, I think it was actually sitting on my dad's lap when I was real young uh, watching cops on tv (laughs) 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 so i think that was one of the things where um it 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 actually just kind of uh enlightened me to to what you know what people do around the community i I wanted to do that and i always liked um, i'm I'm a talker so i always like getting out there introducing myself and talking to people and and getting to know people so it it came came relatively easy for me so it's, it's pretty good and at some point, you felt a call to go in the military. And not just the military. We're talking a Marine here. There is something, right? There's the Marine standard, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, I joined the Marine Corps in 2007. And I joined the infantry. So I was with 3rd Battalion, 5th Marines, India Company, 2nd Platoon. And that's where I uh, deployed two times. I was actually in a mule, which I... It's a Marine Expeditionary Unit where you just travel around to different countries, um, help train other, um, law, not law enforcement, but military um, personnel in different countries. So I've been to Thailand, Philippines, Australia, and Japan, helping train other other countries to be able to protect themselves. So obviously, fighting for freedom is pretty important to you. Oh, it's huge. So yeah. talk to me about what freedom means to you. Um, freedom is actually what we're doing right now. Being able to have this conversation, being able to uh, get out here and just live every day without any any worries whatsoever. That that's what that's what true freedom is. Having this conversation, being able to sit inside this room and you know have the opportunity to do this. This is what this is what freedom is. This is this is what we need to fight for. If we didn't have freedom, we wouldn't have this. Yeah, absolutely. So well, and I think about even the fact that we can walk into church on Sunday. And we don't even worry about somebody coming after us or being beheaded or something. We've had guests on the radio program where literally, if you're caught with a Bible, you can get sent to prison. And we just take that for granted. I believe we just take this for granted, don't we? Yeah. 
I've, I've said this for many years now that Americans take a lot of things for granted um, to include our freedoms and our abilities to be able to walk around and do the things that we do right here. And being in Afghanistan, I remember, I'll, t- I'll tell you a little story about, you know, the, the whole Christianity uh, being attacked in different uh, areas of the world. I was with this uh, Afghan military police. We were going through another compound. They found a cross. And they found a Bible and everything else. So what they did was they automatically started breaking the crosses. And they started assaulting the individuals that were inside there. Because Christianity is something that is not a part of that culture over there. And instead of just accepting it, they took it as an insult. So here I am, you know, as as a military man. And religious, you know, I'm a Catholic, you know, by trade here. So when... When I'm seeing this, I'm I, I'm just in absolute shock, right? So, so you don't really realize how extensive some of this bad blood against the Christianity and religion around the world it really is until you're there. Yeah. And you know, I had to look at these guys and peel them off. This other guy from assaulting this guy, and I said, if you break another cross again, we're gonna have a problem. Yeah. So that that might not be yours your religion what you believe in but that's mine and what i believe in that's what the guys that are right here that are fighting next to you believe in we're okay with with how you guys operate and how you guys pray and everything else we have no problem with that we actually recommend it but this is something that if if you do again we're gonna have some problems and you know we don't believe in that you know we were being acceptive of everything else that was going on there and these guys just came in there and just just bulldozed almost the whole place and just because they had a cross. Yeah. Isn't it amazing, too, how that just starts activating something in you, right? Because yeah. that's a core it's, belief for you. It's huge. And, you know, my guys were looking at me like, what do we do? And I'm like, oh, you know, do we want to start a culture war between, you know, uh, the guys that we're working with right here, too? So it, it's very it's very difficult over there because you you got to really push that, you yeah. know, because if you make them an enemy, they're, they're an enemy for life over there. Yeah, absolutely. So you really have to be careful with what you do and... And it was one of those things where I, I finally just took a stance and said, no, you're, we're, we're not. And eventually we were able to talk through an interpreter to get them to respect our, our wishes. So we would take everything that resembles the cross and Christianity and everything else. We took that with us and we brought it back to our compound where we were staying. So yeah. it, it was one of those things where we were going to you know, protect the sanctity of what we believed in as much as protecting what they believe in at the same time. Absolutely. And obviously, you've got a strong faith. Is that something you've always had? I know that you've had inspirational people in your life that have (laughs) actually driven some of that faith. Well, it actually started with my grandmother. She was a big, big part of my life growing up. And who I am today, I, I believe, is a big part of what she did for me growing up and she was very very religious she would be the one going to church three or four times a week uh, you know it was she was always praying she was always trying to get us all together keeping that family together so she was a huge i mean she's devoted catholic so it was uh, that it was it was awesome and and the way that you could see you know the, the caring in her heart was just something that always carried with me and that is that was that was crucial for me. That was big. So that kind of molded me to who I am today. Was falling in her, you know, in her steps a little bit. So yeah. I have a lot of respect for, you know, she ended up uh, passing away from breast cancer. But 
you know, it's it's one of those things where you know it, she the way that she affected everybody and was able to you know have that presence in our lives you know it still carries with us today yeah so. absolutely isn't that great when we can inspire the next generation we can and think about being a dad right like you've got these kids you're inspiring them each and every day with this. And I, yeah. I just think that sometimes we forget that our actions, how we are choosing to be in the world, it matters, right? How we are being with people matters. Speaking of those beautiful, precious girls, having been in Afghanistan, having been around the world, obviously women are treated differently in each country, I'm sure, that you've been in. How do you tie in this concept of freedom even to raising girls? <laughs> it's big for me because... I want to make sure that my my daughters have every opportunity to succeed in life. So everything that I do here now is going to pay the path, pay of a path for them in the future. So we need to what and I'm a firm believer in what we do now has a ripple effect multiple years down the road, right? Absolutely. So we have an ability to change. Our future is not planned. Everything uh, there's a path for us to go, but I don't believe that everything's set in stone. You know, we have we have options, and you know I think there's something out there for us where you know there's a there is an ultimate goal for us to be able to you know if it's me doing one thing that has a ripple effect to affect my daughter's life in the future that that's my purpose here. That's that's what God gave me, right? So that's that's the ultimate goal for me is to be able to uh, protect my kids. And to make it make it a better society for for them to grow up, right? So that's that's my purpose here, and the way I choose to mold that, you know, it's kind of an even flow, it kind of kind of adjusts, you know, because it adjusts with them too, you know, because we got to be able to make sure that I adjust to who they are, you know, as a person, not just try to make them me, yes, you know, because we want them to have the freedom to be to have their own personality, their own feelings, their own, you know, lives. I, you know, I want them to be. I want them to be them, yes. you know, and that's kind of one of the one of the biggest things here is we we all need to realize that we can't make people us. We need to accept the fact that people are different and 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 cherish that really because that's what makes us different. That's what makes us great, and that's the independence and that's the freedoms that we have. Is that everybody's different, and everybody has a right to have a different mentality. Has a right to have a different view on life. You know, and it's great. It's 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 a great opportunity for us to have. And that's what I'm trying to push for my kids is you have the world sitting right here in front of you. Go <laughs> take it, you know, take it. And everything that I do now is trying to build them up and make sure that they have the best uh, foundation to build off of. So Absolutely. Well, I like to think about it as God gives us free choice and free will, right? He never has said that mm -hmm. we don't have that. That's very clear. Yep. And at the same time, God does have a plan for us. And I like to think of God as having sort of a little bit of a sense of humor, a little bit of celebratory in him. I'm sure there's moments where he's disappointed. What I also know is that he delights when he sees us working towards these paths. And he, I feel like it's almost like he holds this container of his plan for us, but he knows we're going to have free will and make choices in it. He already knows that. Yep. Isn't that apparent though? And the, oh yeah. my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Isn't, <laughs> isn't that really, to, um, realistically, that's what we're doing. He's, you know, he sets the big picture for us and he might have, you know, different, different paths for us to take. And he sits there and says, Hey, learn from this. You know, it's it's a it's a big thing, but that's how we are as parents as well, though. You know, we have to make sure that we pick a path, for, you know, pick a general direction for our kids to go and say, hey, 
here it is. Here's life. Pick it. Choose it. Yeah. You're going to make mistakes. I'm going to be disappointed. But hey, I'm going to forgive you. I'm always going to love you. And there ain't nothing that can change that. Yeah, so. absolutely. Oh, parenting. That is a, we could do a whole topic show <laughs> just on that, couldn't we? <laughs> yes. But it's just great. This is Deb McGregor, Live Joe, Share Joe. We are speaking with Bedell Duran. We're talking about joy, freedom, independence, and a whole lot more in between. We've got a lot more show coming up, but we're going to take a brief pause to thank those folks who make this show possible. Thanks for tuning in. Deb McGregor, Live Joy, Share Joy. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisors Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson. Office is located downtown Bemidji at 122 3rd Street Northwest or at 1202 1st Street East in Park Rapids. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Arise Financial Group, a division of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is Deb McGregor of Live Joy, Share Joy. Can you imagine getting a text right to your phone that is all about joy? Every Friday, I send out a joy note. This is a message of encouragement, contemplation, insight, and more. If you want to receive a joy note right to your phone, text the word joy to 218 248 6556. I look forward to sharing more joy with you on a weekly basis. Let's build a community of joy. Realtors Noemi and Harry Aylesworth are happy to share they are now affiliated with Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate First Choice. Serving all of your real estate needs in Bemidji, Bagley, Black Duck, Cass Lake, and surrounding communities. They are dedicated to finding you the home you deserve. Whether you're selling or buying property, they will serve you with honesty and integrity. You can expect a better real estate experience. Life takes you many places. Let Team Aylesworth, Noemi and Harry of Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate First Choice take you home. Nourishing Ways by Kelly Joe. Personalized nutrition coaching designed to help women ditch dieting for good and cultivate confidence in themselves so they can nourish their bodies with the food they love without the stress and guilt. Hi, I'm Kelly Joe. I have over 20 years working as a registered dietitian, certified intuitive eating counselor. Let me help you live the joy-filled life you crave. Contact me today on Facebook at Nourishing Ways, that's W-E-I-G-H-S, or call me today at 218-368-4911. This is Deb McGregor, Live Joy, Share Joy. We are speaking with Bedell Duran, and we are talking about joy and freedom and independence. And going into the break, we were talking all about parenting, and of course, we're joking about how we could do a whole show on this. But it actually started prompting us thinking about other things. And um, Bedell, as is in the in the break time, you and I were talking about traveling to other countries and then coming back and having completely new eyes complete different perspectives looking at things. Talk to me a little bit about coming back. I'm sure the first thing you want to do is kiss the ground, right? When you got back to the state. My first trip to Kenya, when I came back, I did kiss the ground. The TSA person looked at me like, what are you doing? I'm like, I am kissing the ground. And I said, I miss my country. It's not that I didn't have a great time overseas. It's not that I didn't learn. But there was no place like knowing that the minute that I was here, I completely opened the door to freedom again. Well, when I actually deployed to Afghanistan, so where I was was staying in Afghanistan, which is a t- strong point for the Taliban because it had, I believe it had something like 75% of the opioid, opioids that came out of Afghanistan came from that district, from the Helmand province. So it's a, a huge stronghold for the Taliban, right, over there. And if you don't know too much about the Taliban, 
that's a dictatorship. They tell you what to do. They, you know, who does what and who does this and who can do this and who can do that. And, you know, women are second class almost over there. It's, it's pretty astounding. I didn't know any of this stuff before I went to Afghanistan. I was pretty, I was just in my own environment, right? So I only knew what I knew right here in front of me. So going, going over to a, you know, Afghanistan was a huge eye opener to me because they didn't have any running water. They didn't have any of the stuff that we have over here. The way that they treated other people and women and you know and, and, and children over there were it was it was quite quite astounding to me. And it just wasn't something that I was used to. Knowing that and coming back and just realizing the differences in the countries and the way people live and and what we have here. It, it, it's quite amazing the difference and it makes you <laughs> makes you look at the world and look at us the way we live you know in a different way and it's it's absolutely remarkable to be a part of a country that it, that we have you know it's i don't think too many people understand what they have here and that is kind of one of the things that you know it's not the fact that their problems aren't a, aren't a big deal to them I just don't think that they understand the problems of the other world, the the other nations out there, the other countries, the the people that are living in different areas. I think that's a huge a huge disconnect there. Yeah. But that also might be in the same community that we have here as well. You know, some people may not understand how people live a certain way in in our own community. Yeah. And that's a that's a huge thing for us because we might be able to drive, you know, five minutes down the road and see a completely different environment. Yeah. And that's something for us all to, to kind of look at and realize. Absolutely. Well, and I was just thinking about um, having been in Kenya multiple times now. It's interesting how it shifts each time. It's like that culture shock piece, but also the recognition of what freedom and independence really mean. Even something as simple as, you know, we have food shelves where people can get food in the States, right? A lot of the communities where we go, I'm primarily working in slum areas, literally, when the food is gone, the food is gone. There is no place to go. There is no, it just is what it is, right? People are often eating one meal a day. And to me, even that, I don't know if we want to call it food freedom, but there's something in there about even the fact that the reality is for the majority of people in the United States, there is a place to go, whether it's the church community meal, the church feeding someone in a parking lot, a food shelf, gardens that grow and donate food for people. I think the majority of people, if they really need a meal in this country, can get it Yes, or can get food on the table. I, I would agree. And so it's it's just fascinating to me. The other piece that I just think it's something about like when we start taking things for granted, and it may not even just be freedom, we lose sight of the blessing and I think God yep. is very clear to us in scripture <laughs> about this. And he talks about giving thanks, right? He talks about acknowledging God and glorifying God in all we do. And one thing that I've just been really aware of, I mean, this can even happen in our own families. It can happen with it's our huge. friends. We just take it for granted that people are going to be there until they're not. And then it's like, whoa, what happened here? I think God has a, a way of humbling us real quick on some of the things where we start to lose track of of who we are and what we do and what we're meant to do. And I'm a firm believer we're all here as a community that we all need to build as a community. And once we start dividing ourselves, I think, you know, there's there's always a message and there's somewhere, whether or not you want to take it or listen to it, 
you know, that's your choice, right? Because there's always a choice. You can take it or leave it. And whether or not you want to take that. Absolutely. You know, is, is something that is is big and it's crucial. Yeah. And I, you know, I believe that there's there's always that opportunity to to smack us back in reality sometimes. And oh, you know, he has a way of doing that, doesn't <laughs> he? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I was thinking of even one thing I love about the March for Jesus is that everybody comes together. It doesn't matter what church you go to. It it's we're coming together in the march for Jesus, and it's so fascinating to me that I feel like sometimes as Christians, we spend more time focusing on why people should move to this church or this church than we do focusing on Jesus, than worshiping the Lord, yep. and bringing other people to know the Lord, and building that community, and reaching our neighbor who may be in need, and going out to people who may have needs that we don't even know about yet, and letting them experience a freedom of Christ. Right? Like there's yep. the bigger freedom in Christ, and. I, I'm just fascinated by that. So I'm glad that you brought up that division piece because it just, it fascinates me. I was also curious about in the work that you do, you are willing to lay down your life for anybody. I mean, that is the commitment that you make. I want to talk about, it is scriptural, right? Like really, God is asking each one of us to do that. You've gone a yeah. step beyond and said, not only like, yes, you're doing it for the Lord. You've also said, hey, I'm going to do this with the work that I do each and every day. Can you talk to me about that decision? Talk to me about what it means every day to walk out, a do- out the door knowing this could be the day that you would have to lay down your life for someone. Yeah, I think that's uh, a good reminder, you know, for us to, to stay with the, the ultimate goals, you know, community, bringing people together and, and just, just live in the peace and the love that we all should be living every single day. Uh, being in the military, you know, it, it changed me in a way that I was able to go into a place. Because when I, when I was in Afghanistan, we lost 25 Marines. And 300 of us got hurt over there. So there's 25 that are dead and 300. That's out of 900 people. Right around roughly 900 people. So we lost a third of our unit as going over there. That's huge. You know, that's a, that's a, that's a pretty significant number, right? So when you're over there, when you're realizing this stuff, when you're seeing, you know, the things that we've seen over there, it, it starts to, it starts to, you know, let you, makes you realize it starts this ball rolling down the hill that, hey, there's something there's something out there there's bigger than us this it's just not me anymore this it's just not me it's it's our friends it's our families our brothers it's the people right next to us but a lot of the times we are fighting for the people right next to us and making sure that we have the capabilities of of fighting together making sure that we're able to come back and that's what we do every single day on the road as a police officer we have we have to go out there we have to be able to maintain um, that mindset that hey I'm going out there to protect you because if we don't protect each other, we can't protect you guys. We can't protect the citizens. We can't. And I think that's one of the biggest disconnects here that people need to realize is, yeah, we're, we're out there to protect ourselves because it's to protect you. Every single one of us that puts on that uniform has the ability to, to lose their life at any given time. It's humbling to me, but it, it also it makes me proud to serve alongside those people because they can lose their life any day. And it's huge. It, it's a big thing for me because it shows the selflessness of people. 
it shows that we still do have people that are out there willing to, even in this environment, about how cops are bad now and, you know, everything else that is is all about, you know, bad cops, bad this. It is like, well, yeah, here we are. We're getting beat up by a few bad cops, you know, it's, and, and the image is there, but, you know, we're, we're fighting that image every single day and we're, we're fighting for the public every single day. And that, that's a huge thing. And that's, I think that's the way the, you know, maybe that God's plan for us is that we're out there being the, the, the shield for you guys as well. So. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And, and thank you for being the shield. I think this is, I love the perspective you're bringing into this because there are so many layers to it. It's not simple. It is, but it isn't. It's simple, but it's complex, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's fast. I always get fascinated by these things because, you know, at first simplistic form, you think, okay, yeah, willing to lay down the life. But let's start digging into that a little bit. And we see, no, there's a lot of layers to that. And there's a lot of people involved in that equation. And I, to me, that's what makes it even a bigger gift and something worth, for me, it's, it's worth honoring and it's, it's worth cherishing. So people are walking into Independence Day. Let's talk a little bit about, this seems like a big transition. Let's talk about <laughs> celebrating now. <laughs> um, so we go from, okay, we may lay down our life to, oh, it's July 4th. We better put some fireworks on. Uh, let's, we just got a little bit of time here left, but what are some of your favorite ways to celebrate the 4th? It's, you know, Independence Day, right? So we got to celebrate the independence and the freedoms that, you know, we're given inside this great country we live in. And that's one of the things that we really got to push for. And, you know, but also... You know, we have to realize what took us to get to this point. What, what happened before us that, that, that got us there? What what is what are we doing now? What are we, you know, continuously to do with all this stuff? And, you know, that's by building families and, you know, making sure that we all have um, proper environments in our, you know, in our own, you know, communities. And that's what I like to do. I like to celebrate with my family. Um, you know, my three girls, my wife, 14 years. Uh, you know, I, I, I like... I like just celebrating with them and getting together with some friends and family and, you know, it's just it's a, bringing people together and, you know, just taking advantage of that freedom that we have. Absolutely. And I love that you brought that up. It's important to remember where we've been, where we are now, and where we're going in the future. Yep. That's really what it's all about. Let freedom ring, right? Let freedom ring. Let freedom ring. You are 100% correct. Fidel, thanks so much for joining us today. This has been amazing. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we just wish you continued safety, prayers for your safety and your protection. Thank you for your service to our country and serving our communities. Thank you for having me. Thank you for doing this. Absolutely. Thanks, Fidel. We want to thank all of you for choosing to tune in today. We hope you've been inspired to really look at freedom and independence in your own life. We're thanking Fidel Duran for joining us today and reminding you to live, lead, share with joy, and thanking Philip Elke for engineering today's program. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. This is Deb McGregor. Live joy, share joy. Deb McGregor of Life Full of Joy. Thank you for tuning in to Live Joy, Share Joy. We currently have availability for corporate sponsors on the show. Do you want to be aligned with all things joy and reach our listening audience? We have several options available, including our joy boosters. Contact your QFM today for sponsorship details.